shorter lines. Yes, that's correct. You know, we saw here in the Northwest our urgent care and pharmacy hours slashed. They used to be open until nine. Now they're open till seven. And so our members are feeling that when members call our appointment centers and they tell them to see their primary care provider is four to eight weeks out. You know, that's that's a serious issue for them. They they need care. We're known for our five-star quality care. And that's what our community is demanding is Kaiser go back to its roots and provide that excellent service that they're known for. Kevin Darden, want to thank you for being with us. Patient Access Representative, member thank of you. the union's local bargaining team at Kaiser Permanente's Sunnyside Medical Center in Clackamas, Oregon, and Meg Nemi, president of SEIU Local 49. They were both joining us from the picket line. I'm Amy Goodman. Thanks so much for joining us. You are tuned in to KBOO Portland on 90.7 FM and streaming on the web at kboo.fm. Could I get two of those zucchini, please? Sure. Anything else for you today? What is that over in the basket? Oh, that's the organic, homegrown voices for the animals with Michelle Coppola. Wow, animals. I'll take one. It's great. Every fourth Friday of the month at 10 a.m. How do I get more? You can support programs like this with donations by going to kboo.fm slash give or texting KBOO to 44321. It's the fresh off the vine fall fun drive, so it's a great time to give. Sounds nutritious. Voices for the animals. I can't wait to try it. You're going to love it. Listen to Black Book Talk at KBOOFM every first Thursday from 11.30 till noon. Co-hosts O.B. Hill, Patricia Welch, and Emma Jackson Ford discuss African-American authors and books. That's Black Book Talk every first Thursday from 11.30 till noon on KBOOFM. You are listening to The Gap here on KBOO Portland. My name is Tammy, and with me is the giggly Althea Billy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to rein it in. Good those, morning. How are we? A chain of, prom- of the chain of promos, promos was incredible. I I loved it. I love it. Yeah. There's There's been a, a renaissance here at KBOO, it feels sure. as though. Maybe it was post block party yeah maybe it was now that autumn is, is a coming mm, maybe it was the station that. reopening but sure. there is for sure <laughs> there's a, 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 a rejuvenation <laughs> yes um and you can hear it on the air oh my goodness loved it voices for the animals yeah that one. that one that one was fab um well listen this is the gap it's a two-parter type of show talk radio here on fridays do you want to say your thing about it uh yes it is the most listened to talk radio show on KBU at 8 o'clock on Fridays. And no one can take that from us. No one. No one would. When we're on. Yeah, (laughs) and we were gone last week. (laughs) But when we're not, boom, there it is. And that is factual. Factual. Get the fact checkers. Factual and correct. Uh, We like to do a two-parter type of show. So in our first half here, we'll be doing a news roundup, or as we like to say, a news roundhouse kick to the face. And then we need like a kick sound effect. 
And then uh, after that, we'll be opening up the phone lines for our community question for you to call in. Um, our listeners can turn Alchemy Like into callers and chat with us about our community question. So we'll get there when we get there. Uh, this is KBOO's fall membership drive, Woo-hoo! fresh off the vine. Pluck, get- pluck what you like off of this, off of this the radio schedule. I'll have two schedule. of them. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we are trying to raise $55,000 uh, by the end of April. October? Mm-hmm. October? <laughs> I'm, we, we have a summer-fall argument happening between <laughs> me and Tammy. Uh, and we have a $14,000 match right now. Woohoo! Every um, dollar is matched for your dollar. So essentially you're doubling your donation. Um, and thank you to a generous group of donors who created this match. Um, and KBOO is, of course, independent programming, commercial-free, volunteer-powered. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get these amazing promos at 8 o'clock in the morning. Love yeah. them. And we can only do this because of you and your support. Got to keep the lights on, as they say. Yep. Uh, if you can, please give now at kboo.fm slash give. You can also text the word KBOO to 44321. And if you'd like to, old school, send a, send a good old check. Uh, mail it over to KBOO at 20 Southeast 8th Ave. Portland, Oregon, or as Amy Goodman likes to say, Oregon, 97214. She said it at the end. We still like her. Oh, no. She can say whatever she wants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Shall we? Shall we? We shall, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, this time for the show, we do have a... uh, A roundup or a roundhouse kick to the face, and I got a roundhouse kick to the face when I saw a picture... I saw this a is a good segue because I know where you're going. This, because <laughs> it's true, and mm. I think listeners of of K Boone specifically um, r- might be. Well, I'm I'm assuming because of like the listener base in K Boone's history when it comes to like progressive politics that they might be familiar with a uh, activist group called Code Pink, mm. um, and they they were. Um, protesting uh, the Ukraine funding, and they were outside of, or in Bernie's office, and Bernie's like, uh-uh, you got Bernie Sanders, you gotta get out of here. Um, so he did get like 11 of them arrested, hmm. but as they were protesting, Mar- can't believe I'm saying this, Marjorie Taylor Greene, like the lady who's like, there are Jewish la- uh, space lasers, which is not a, a real thing. So this woman was posing with them outside um, on the steps of of Congress, and I was I was just blown away um, because a you, you you're familiar with horseshoe theory where you know you're on one side of the coin and then you get so that like the political spectrum is not a line yes. or like a two dimensional space but instead a horseshoe. horseshoe and this is exactly ho- here let me show you this so it is it is like the way that the photos are set up you you pointed this out yeah it is literally a so this uh, so Marjorie Taylor Greene did. <laughs> And she posts about it on Twitter, to she be clear. Twit, she twit, twit, twittered. I don't even know what you're supposed to say about she it She posted anymore. it on the internet. Um, and I was, I, I really couldn't believe it. I When I first, someone told me about this, and I was like, Code Pink, like the K-pop band? <coughs> I honestly thought that's, because it would make more sense. Right, Honestly, right. it would be like, oh, they're probably protesting climate change or something, because that's, you know, that's like a lot of youth activism. And they got confused because her last name is Green. Boom, there it is. But no. <laughs> the, that's the kind of post hoc rationalization that would make more sense. When it comes to the, our day and age, that would make more sense. And also, you know, it's tw- Twitter. You have like a limited amount of characters you can post right. anyway. But somehow this this is this is a long post. Is this Facebook post? No, they let you go up to, they, they extended the amount of characters. Oh, you can wow, because that's, that's great. That's what we needed for sure. Um, and so she did call the pink uh, code pink activists brave um, it, it, because they're protesting for peace and Bernie Sanders. So going back to the picture, it's uh, it's like a three part picture. On top is the them outside Congress, and one side is the code pink protesters that you know they they have a sign up that says negotiate peace in Ukraine code pink. And then on the other side of it, on the other side of the horseshoe is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and again the lady who said that Jewish space lasers are, are creating climate change or whatever it is that she was saying. Proto-fascist, Proto- you might call it. I don't know. <laughs> um, with a sign that says Ukraine is not the f- uh, 51st state. So, and it's literally the way that they're right next to each other with the picture of them on top uh, outside of the Congress. Literally, it just creates a horseshoe. If there is a representation, right? if there is a, 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 a representation, right. I couldn't even, you couldn't, I couldn't make this up. Like yeah. you can't. Th- you got to get you know Wikipedia editor rights on the horseshoe <laughs> <laughs> page and 
and try it, to get this out there. It does right. This would be like the definition, and it does make sense. And this is like kind of um, when we were talking about it yesterday. I was trying to make it a, a you know thing. It's there's the thing of the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? And we've seen it throughout history mm-hmm. of you know. You have, like, Irish fighters in an IRA, uh, you know, getting weapons from fascist Nazis because they have a common enemy of Britain, you know? And that's not, um, it is, it's a fact, you know, like, it's a piece of history. Did it make them fascist? Not necessarily. Does this mean the Code Pink is in any way, like, endorsing any of the stuff that Marjorie Taylor Greene has been saying and or, like, Trump by proxy? Absolutely not. And I only say this Mm. because Code Pink, tweeted they're like hey our oh, bad sorry sorry we didn't mean to this and obviously we like, didn't know what their, was going on their point was that uh marjorie taylor green took um you know uh, took a, an opportunity for a photo op and and did what she did and that the volunteers didn't know who she was uh or, or something along those lines you don't want to accuse just any old white lady of being marjorie taylor green like, <laughs> ouch you know what i mean if you didn't know if you didn't know you'd be like Okay, yeah, thank you for your support. Totally. We totally need peace in Ukraine. Sure. It'd be like I yeah, you would I I like that. Yeah. Maybe just, she wasn't yelling at them and so they couldn't tell. Sure. Yeah. She wasn't wearing the stop the steel face mask yeah. that she's like notorious for. Or like so. or that photo of uh when we still didn't have a speaker and she's wearing that like white fur coat <laughs> in the house of reps and like pointing. It was cold in there, I guess. I mean it was a look, like in a different context. <laughs> I'm not bashing but look, she the was, outfit, she was, I mean, a lot of these things are not in their usual context, so I can see being, you know, not <laughs> not totally knowing what's going on. Um, um, but that that was, I wouldn't say... It's I, a I funny know, little blip. You know? It is. And considering all the things that's been happening, uh, my goodness, in D.C. and with the Speaker, <clears throat> I yeah. mean, uh, speaker, you wanna... speaker of the House Donald Trump, I think, is going to be... <laughs> Is going to be maybe letting us know what's happening. After that, but. he'll only have to have been vice president, and then he'll like have ticked all the boxes. Least, you know? I, I did it all. I did all the jobs. <laughs> I know how it's done. Uh, uh, yeah, you yeah. don't have to be in in there to actually run for. That feels like an oversight. <laughs> that feels a little bit like there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play basketball. I'll be honest. You know about Airbud? Uh, hello, Airbud. <laughs> um, there's nothing. <laughs> Don't get but me started like, about not, dogs in the government. It's not the first Airbud. It's like, you know, we're like 12 into the series and it's Air Buddies and it's a mm-hmm. bunch of puppies that are doing stuff for oh. Santa. Like, that's the level of... Did you make that up? Or no, that's real. Deviation oh. from the norm that <laughs> so we're talking about. gotta call Hollywood. There's no rules that says six puppies can't be Santa Claus. And you put him in a trench coat. That, you know, th- yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Champion, uh, Joe Biden's second dog, who's also re- been removed from the White House. It makes it really breaks my heart. Mm. And in, it, both of Bite them. Quite a few Secret Service agents. Well, it's not his fault. It's a, it's a high pressure environment. Sure. And maybe if you had a good doctor. I mean, Petco is only $70 for a doctor. You know, cook it up. Yeah. Anyways, you'd think they'd have like dog house or dog <laughs> They'd have White House dog trainers or something. Sounds right. like a good gig. Right. Um, That's something we can all agree on. Yes. You know, there's budget extension. Get something in there about how Joe Biden deserves a dog trainer. I'll personally find a group of people who are willing to pay for that sure. dog trainer themselves. Like, yeah. be like, we are a group of 10 people. Take take this percent off our taxes. Yeah. Federal, just for champion. And, and I will. I'll put a couple of dollars in. Just I will. Share. That's. that's mm. Yeah. Um, so the government shutdown was averted. How do you feel about that? Uh, I was really happy because I was in D.C., so I was uh, worried that the Smithsonian's would all be closed. Tammy uh, has a lot to say about the superiority of Smithsonian museums. Anytime we go to a museum, she's like, the Smithsonian would never. I'll say, I'm do about it to how pull you out my it. phone and show you what I saw and tell you. You see, you know how much it took me to see this piece of history? For free. Yeah. Uh, no, you had a, like, a gauntlet to go to every single one of them on Friday, right? Um, yeah, I was, well... It's, Saturday. And then there's, you know, fa- yeah, so on Saturday was would be the, sh- the shutdown because that was the first oh. of the month. Um, and then I see, who do I see? I always, and I'm sitting there in front of the television, you know, DC, every other channel is a television. Is a, tele- is a news. <laughs> and, DC, it's not like here. Every single channel, it's television. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're like, McCarthy, might, he might stop it, might stop it. Like, Good for you. And I cheers for him just, just so I can go to the Smithsonian. Yeah. Just for the Smithsonian. Right. It's, it's education. It's free. No, I, it's and I wanted you know? that for you. Thank you. Thank you, McCarthy, for and letting he, Tammy go to the museum. Yeah, and then he did. I said, good for us. 
And then lo and behold, by the time that I get back, I'm in the airport in D.C., <laughs> I look up at the news, and I see, it's like CNN or so, it says, uh, Speaker McCarthy being ousted <laughs> from the house. I'm like, wait, I had to adjust my glasses. I'm like trying to bite some peanuts looking up. <laughs> All of us in the airport just like looking up, at, just like, wait, is, is this happening right yeah. now? Is this real? All stood there, even the person at the cash register, we all stood there, kind of watched it, like, huh. damn, can't believe that just happened. <laughs> it, I just saw the news alert come through on whatever day that was. It felt it was like a like, hmm. piece of history okay. right there, all of us together at the airport. Yeah. All, and it's it was it was cool. It was like young people, older people, like, you know, because airport, it's like you get everyone there. Mm-hmm. That was, it was, it made me think of like America from, what's the, like Newsroom America, remember? Oh, yeah, that? Newsroom. Aaron Swarkinson. Kind of yeah. <laughs> Isn't it Aaron Sorkin? I think it's just Sorkin. Oh, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Um, well, he might need a rebrand. You never know. Call me up. <laughs> uh, speaking of rebrands. Rebrand. What are we talking? Which one do you want to talk about <laughs> next? Uh, <clears throat> uh, should we keep going for local news or do you want to talk about um, the study? Well, I mean, they're both local, but let's let's do let's do uh, let's do the we you say your thing about the, the tw- we have more twitter news there is more twitter a lot of things are happening and tw- i don't know why people a lot keep of things doing and then like so few things are happening on twitter that's mm, you said that right mm. that, that stitch that somewhere <laughs> let me um, get my embroidery out i'll put it on a pillow for you and whenever i hear that people are tweeting something i'm like oh let me go to like especially if they're lawmakers like let me go to their official lawmaker website and see if they've put it there and they don't put it there mm. you know and I'm, I'm starting to think to myself that twitter may be not a place where it's possible it's become less credible i i'm starting to think that. i'm entertaining the possibility but i don't want to say it yet um on, Oct- <laughs> on october 2nd uh renee gonzalez tweeted quote, our city commissioner by the way our c- portland. <laughs> portland just to contextualize for city the safety and all um yeah any any mr safety guy law and order <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what he campaigned on, you know? Yeah. Quote, our 911 system is getting hammered this morning with multiple person incident, multiple or- overdoses in Northwest Park blocks. Please do, please do not call 911 except in an event of life slash death emergency or crime in progress or chance of apprehending suspect. That For, part's in parentheses. It's in parentheses. <laughs> For non-emergency, please use... Um, the non-emergency that? number. Non-emergency number. There it is. Uh, October 2nd, last edited right before noon. That is not comforting to see. No. And also, it's, and I went to the gov to the .gov site to see, you know, because he has his own um, webpage, yeah. to see if he put it, you know, made an... Because if you put in a .gov, you know, like, that's official, Official you know? announcement, yeah. And it's like, oh, shoot, this is kind of like... A big deal, you know, and like what it has reprotected. It wasn't. There was nothing about it. The last thing was um, from February or something around the tent, the tent ban. But this was. I was really concerned. Like this is. I was, I'm just like roof. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Shaggy from odd... Scooby Doo realizing something noise. What? Yeah, it was. It was, was what an odd. Yeah, yeah. You like that? Okay, good. What What are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, it's. Um, it's a funny sort of, I guess, official communication. Obviously a bad situation. Yeah, Let's acknowledge sure. that uh, out, out front. Please do not call 911 except in the event of life slash death emergency or crime in progress or chance of apprehending a suspect. In parentheses. In parentheses. When else are people calling that? Like, I know that we're in a, in a real 911 backup situation, but no one's just... Are people calling 911 to chat? like hey all the lonely hearts out there dial somebody else we're dealing with something you know what i mean oh i could see like maybe like a hit and run or maybe if you like hurt yourself sure um or if you're like bleeding but like not like an like not so much maybe just go to urgent care you know Mm. Or but, got hit by, by but also like who's like oh let me check Twitter to see if it's okay to dial nine one one. Yeah, that's not if that's or who has his alerts turned on mm. of like every Renee Gonzalez tweet going straight to my phone. Is it follow and subscribe? Yeah, maybe I'll be the first person. To- it is, but you did also you know you're or there's a, a vibe of maybe fear mongering a little bit or some sort of sure trying to. Um, yeah, just fear fear monger. Because are, are you gonna? Are this. you sure you're gonna die? If not, figure it out. Um, We're dealing with something over here. Yeah, and it's and it's like when your parents are having an argument and like you and your sister are fighting, and they're like, "Hey, we can't have two fights going on in this car. <laughs> Settle down back we there. Get some balance. Yeah. 
Um, it was, yeah. It's, we just wanted to share the bag of Cheerios we brought. <laughs> um, although it is low key an endorsement of non emergency lines and yeah, their that's, usefulness. That's another thing. Why not yeah. shout out Street Response? Yeah, kind you know, because I mean, nine one one does still get calls of yeah. unwanted person and or things like that. And it is Again, we were talking yesterday. Like it, it I've know that in my head i definitely see that there are alternative to police to calling the police like there's mm-hmm. some situations you know if there's someone you know pointing a gun uh, in the middle of like belmont or something yeah, mm. i'll probably call the cops you know yes. but like yeah, good call um but there's like a plot like so many other situations where it's like yeah this is doesn't take this this maybe won't necessitate 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 Necessitate. Oh my necessitate. god. Necessitate. You're good. Um, like cops coming with their set of skills, you know, like Liam Neesing to to the situation apprehended. Particular like, set of this skills. This probably yeah. is a non-emergency thing. This might be a de-escalation, and it's great that there are options. That yeah. there are options, and you as a person can can assess the situation and and have an op- like options to choose from. And it takes a while to undo having that instinct of like, okay, I'm just going to call the cops for yeah. for this tiny thing that probably does it. You know, you don't need that particular set of skills to solve the situation, sure. you know, and yet you're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be violent. It's going to be whatever. Um, and it takes a while for that to get broken down. Mm-hmm. And when things break down, they get messy. You know, you get yeah. degrees and things get really messy and maybe this is, you know, like part of it, but um, maybe, you know, the rebuild of it will be a different approach with more options that, mm-hmm. you know, advocate community safety and root community and people safety and you know those particular set of skills can yeah. be used when they're you know needed specialized or whatever mm-hmm. but there are other options and look at them even renee gonzalez is 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 saying yeah i don't know why he put or chance of apprehending a suspect in there um <laughs> because put your detective because clearly that should be prioritized above or is it on the same level as life or death situations um it's like if we're gonna get them then call us. We'll drop everything. You know. But if so, does that mean that if the crime doses. is not in progress, but you have a chance of apprehending a suspect, then that's okay? I don't know. We could do a full rhetorical. We could do an hour on rhetorical ana- analysis of this, uh, but we probably don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to do that. Just just pointing it out to you. Um, can we talk about the study on 110? Yes. This came do. out last week, but we were gone. So we wanted to talk about it. Um, I have a little clip from the KBOO Evening News from uh, our good friend Doug McVeigh talking about it. You, Oh, okay. Just kidding. We don't have a clip about it. Oh. Um, it is in the email, but, you know, I'll, I'll tell you about it anyway. Um, so uh, there's the study that the CDC did, um, or one of their like groups, the Journal of American JAMA, I forget mm. the acronym, um, <clears throat> that looked at basically overdose deaths around the country and analyzing them against Oregon and Washington. Oregon, which has Measure 110 that decriminalize uh, small amounts of possession of hard drugs, and then I believe there's somewhere in Washington that's done that as well. And sort of doing an analysis of did that result in greater overdose deaths. And they found that drug decriminalization doesn't correlate to higher overdose deaths. Overdose deaths are on the rise around the country because of fentanyl. So it's not to say that there aren't an increase in overdose deaths or that it's not a crisis, but that it doesn't fall at the feet directly of drug decriminalization. And so there was a lot of like talk and chatter about this and like, look at the numbers, people, Mm -hmm. because everybody's spinning out about measure 110 at the moment um i also interviewed tara hurst from the health justice recovery alliance um last week or sorry no yesterday i don't where am i what, what mccarthy's gone we don't know what day it is. <laughs> he was my north star <laughs> that sort of face that only has one emotion that's how i know where i am and what i'm doing um but right there's that campaign to quote unquote fix Mm -hmm. measure 110 um which she sort of retitled as repeal like it's a repeal measure 110 they're putting fix on it to probably soften the blow um and that you know funding only came out like 11 months ago but while there's you know the mercury and opb and all of these sources are talking about this cdc study i see a tweet from shane dixon kavanaugh from 
Oregon Live mm-hmm. um, talking about, it's like, well, there's this one study that said drug decriminalization wasn't bad for overdose deaths, but there's this other study that says that it was. So shrug, you know, and that's maybe a mischaracterization of the tweet, but sort of equivalent, equivalent, making them equivalent, that it's sort of just like a tick in one column, a tick in the other column, and that it's impossible to know which is which, or if one study is more viable or valuable than the other one. Gotcha. The CDC study is, of course, done by health professionals. The other one is by economists in Toronto that didn't compare them to the rest of the country. Uh, so, you know, it just I just I, I don't even need know that I need to go too deep on, you know, the difference between the studies or anything like that. But just that there are differences between studies and just, you know, surface level. It's like, well, one thing says this and another thing says this. Guess we can never know or guess it's somewhere down the middle. Mm. Like, isn't. You can do better analysis than that. You, the collective you, or the we, or whatever. Um, that, you know, I feel like it, it's an invitation to throw your hands up and make what, draw whatever conclusion you want, like, not based on, on data or analysis, you know? Yeah, I think that... No, this is... I'm, I'm just lo- lo- taking a look at it. They're just yeah. so... Even the... I don't know, the way that they look are just so different, but... Drama psychiatry, sorry. Uh... Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a there's a difference going on there. And the 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 Toronto one we're looking at, that's like the working version cuz the other one's behind mm-hmm. a paywall. Mm. Of course, they don't want you to read it for yourself. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, I wa- I just wanted to to mention that and if you haven't, you know, uh, I think the Mercury and OPB did a fine job of breaking down what the the CDC study said. Um and, you know, let us make decisions out of what is measurable insofar as we have things that are measurable mm-hmm. rather than things that are how we think or, or how we feel something might be, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's, yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's a place to <laughs> I got fe- some good gestures out of Tammy. Just there's said, a place to feel and there's a place to, you know, uh, listen, you know? Yeah. And I, uh, um, ears don't have eyelids, you know? Whoa. Boom. That's not me. That's Rick Rubin. Oh, but like there's... <laughs> But there's... As you would say, wake that up. Wake it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, this is... It's still... Remember that um, the Insider, was that the sister sister newspaper for the one in Seattle? The Stranger. The Stranger. That's what, sorry. Insider, that's a different one. Yeah, The Stranger, um, it was kind of that question of, like, uh, when people... When we talk about housing and when we talk about all of these, like city Social city crisis. ills or whatever like uh how it's always framed from a place of look how many taxpayers are leaving town as opposed to yeah. like look how many families are leaving or people individuals or workers you mm-hmm. know it's like taxpayers as a blanket statement because it's coming from a point of view of economists so or you know people who yeah. measure it from that way you know or mm-hmm. scale it from that way so even when you scale things it's like what what are you actually like you know scaling and and you know, I mean, the economics is great, you know, and it's uh, and I failed it. So obviously I don't know much about it, but, <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's it just seems like there's this Oregon. It's just a lot more specific to it. It's it is like the whole abstract or the objective of it is to talk about, you know, um, decriminalization of drug position in Oregon and Washington. So I don't know. It doesn't seem as much of a. I don't say I trust it because I haven't like actually read the whole thing, but well, yeah, that there's a different perspective, yeah, perspective or, or different sort of like base understanding of what we're measuring and why, I guess. Sure, and I think when you have um, like the J A M A JAMA psychiatry, like there, I think there's just the understanding that I mean, even when you talk about drugs or you know illicit or not, like there, there's that big. Uh, elephant in the room of like addiction you know yeah. where it's not these aren't like i'm gonna go do fentanyl today yeah you know it's mm-hmm. like there's there's it's not i don't know it, it, i think it just colors things a little bit differently you know what i yeah. mean yeah yeah definitely um but yeah there has been a lot of trying to re- uh redo or reimagine measure 110 um and they're slippery they're getting really close to saying repeal uh but i think it's reimagine is the closest i've gotten now yeah revamp revamp yeah <clears throat> revamp portland a revamp kind of thing yeah it's uh you know well they it. but they said themselves i think it was um i forgot who said it but it was one of the commissioners and they're like yeah there's there's 
there's just no, there's none of the other side of it where it comes to the actual treatment of it. And it wasn't built the, out. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. built out. And it's but a it's, lot of like the Spider-Mans pointing at one another. Right, like, what, right. What is this? But like, is any of it, like which parts are about solving the problem and which parts are about putting the problem somewhere else so we don't have to look at it? Sure. And also about, you want to talk about taxpayers, mm. financial efficiency of is it more efficient to like, having somebody stay in jail is expensive sure people forget that they're like it's a it's not a nice place so it must not be expensive like, no dude it's expensive you know and that there are other things that we could spend money on that could have the same result as in or or a better result um with the money that we've set aside for it and no and <laughs> it's then, too scary and then if you do get you know locked up in like or um or um washington county mm. <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> They have their own problems with any. They'll, they'll leave for the weekend. <laughs> what the hell? I, I f don't forget about that. Some, sometimes this show is just us reminding you of stuff that happened like two, three weeks ago. That it's like you should remember that that, that that went on. They had to let people out because they're like, you can't just. They they had nothing, you know. Anyway, um, I want to. Yeah, it's it's and then it's not their own making of why there is things aren't working. <clears throat> it's just like I don't know. People are just uh, what's like what? people people are evil and fundamentally lazy. Exactly. Like, whoa. It, but <laughs> dial it back. It's like it's like with the thing with the speaker again. You know, not, yeah. not I'm not I'm not I'm definitely. Not. <laughs> But Kevin McCarthy stand confirmed. No, no, no. It's like it's like with uh, with uh, Romney all over again. Oh boy. No, not at all. Hey, listen. I'll, you know, I have eyes. My eyes don't lie. You know. <laughs> and what I saw is that this was like inevitable because you have mm. you you were like there was a caveat that's like you can do this, but if we ever want to, you know, oust you, it'll take one person to do it, and boom, yeah. there, there, and boom, there it is. You know. Yeah. And as long as you keep that, why, why would you? How is that? You know, right. and, and what I are just, what are we sowing the seeds for right sure. now? Sure. What to, and in what soil? What are we? Yeah. And, and what in are what we, season? What are we agreeing to mm. that now, or, or what is our shared agreement reality mm. that six months, a year, five years from now, it's like, oh, I guess we all decided <laughs> way back when, and you know, could have seen it coming. Our foresight is better than we think that it is. Mm -hmm. You know. Anyways. Anyways, anyways, can I do a little thank you to some folks who have donated to the fall membership I'd love drive? to hear that. Um, thank you. Thank you, Brian H., Linda S., Carson M., and David M., um, different M's, but thank you so much for supporting KVU's fall membership drive. Fresh off the vine. Pluck it. We're talking about sowing the seeds. Sow the seeds of your community. KBU.fm slash give. We're trying to raise $55,000 for our 55th year of existence. Ooh. Older than me, you know. And you know, what, take from that what you will. <laughs> KBU.fm slash give. Or you can text KBU to 44321. Mail us a check. Click donate in the app. Whatever you want to do. We appreciate you. Thank you for supporting your community connection. Yes, this is where <clears throat> where magic happens, where people come to learn radio, where people come for interviews, where they play music live on the radio for their first time. A lot of firsts here, you mm, know? Mm. Um, and as I foreshadowed to our community question, yes, with a lot of firsts, uh, we're going to take a quick musical break. Did you want to do oh. your, your safety tip? Oh, uh, safety. I will tell you a quick safety tip. Uh, uh, there's just been all this really st stories that I've been seeing about people getting attacked while they're driving for Uber mm. Eats or DoorDash and and it's heartbreaking and it's it makes me really upset and I just wanted to say watch out just watch out be safe keep keep you that head on a swivel um, and you know people be acting crazy sometimes and you don't gotta match their energy mm. but if you do feel like matching you can donate to KBOO because each dollar <laughs> will be matched one to one so donate today go to kboo.fm slash give um, and we'll be back after donate the short just for that, pit, for that segue <laughs> the short musical break be right back
are back here on The Gap on KBOO Portland. Um, and we're going to... Uh, what was that song, by the way? Oh, thank you. It was Dripping Sun, uh, mm-hmm. a Japanese psych band um, that I was introduced to by a very handsome fella. So oh. that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to okay, say. That's it. Okay. That's it. Where it intrigue. ends. That's where it ends. <clears throat> um, but here we are, second half of the show. This is where we open up the phone lines to you to call in and answer our inspired intentional <laughs> moving community <laughs> question which uh we do every every week mm-hmm. um, well tell us about it won't you oh yeah i guess yeah i can tell about it as i was traveling in my travels as i get real uh what's it robert frosty whenever i travel oh. you know very much like the road un- untaken not taken or whatever sure um and i was my whatever long story short i had a conversation with my mom where i i learned that she has actually never lived alone oh, uh, wow. this she will be doing that for her first time now and a while ago I spoke to my grandma when she was still alive she was born in 1922 uh, and she says I've, I've, I went from my mother's house to my husband's house and I never got an opportunity to live alone and I always thought that it's very brave that women do that these days and I'm just like living alone I mean I do this every day like <laughs> living alone it's nothing whatever it's, yeah, pay rent I do that whatever I pay, I pay water bill maybe maybe not sometimes I forget you know mm. but you know and it made me think like the thing that I take so, like, you know, like as a fit, like this is just like very casual, very like, oh, I, I, you know, it's normal to you. Yeah, it's very normal yeah. to me. Is something that people in my family, specifically women in my family, um, at least the ones that I know about, never experienced, and yeah. it's like something that they. Yeah. That it's like f- foreign to them, you know. New to my mom will be God willing soon enough, and. I was just like, oh, you know, and it really made me think of for a lot of women these days, you know, know, femmes and folks who identify as women, it's doing a lot of first things that, you know, they say there's a quote on my ancestors, uh, biggest, uh, uh, (laughs) I'm trying not nightmare, uh, biggest dream or biggest accomplishment or something. And it really, um, like, there's a lot of things that we do that we might not know that we are the first ones to do it or do it with that much confidence or like you said not do mm. and there's a lot of uh, uh women these days that choose to not do things that their ancestors did just because they have the choice to right. to not you know to opt out opt in you know and it's really it really made me wonder so the community question is uh what is something that is normal to you that would be a big accomplishment to other people or in other times, uh, are you the first in your family to do something? Maybe the first one of your friend groups, or maybe the first one to not do something? Breaking new grounds, shattering the glass ceilings, mm. um, or the glass floors, or the we glass. Can, we can yeah. go lower. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, uh, but you go as low as you want. But remember, it is uh, like eight thirty in the morning. Sure. So, yeah. Five zero three two three one eight one eight seven. And this is open to anyone, so it doesn't have to be just women, but. In your family, in your group friends, in your class, in your at your work, um, you know what what's what's something that you think is you know you take real casual like that you're like oh this is very obvious take it for granted that other people in your circles in your family in your neighborhood somewhere would say whoa yeah yeah let us know five zero three two three one eight one eight seven we're also accepting chats on the website oh yeah tell us how people do that. Uh, there's a little button in the lower right side. I'm not great with my rights and lefts. Yeah, First a- one in my family to not be good. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, that says chat with us, and you can click on that and let us know what you think. You can also message us on Instagram. We're at The Gap Radio, and we'd love to hear what you think. You can also call 503-231-8187. Again, 503-231-8187. We'd love to hear from you a little bit about your story, um, how it makes you feel, you know? And sometimes it could be a little lonely. Yeah. Speaking of the road, less travel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull up the Robert Frost pro. Let's read the poem while we wait for people to call. It could be real lonely. If you don't want to hear the Robert Frost poem, call right now. <laughs> 503-231-8187 or go on the website to kboo.fm and go to the bottom right-hand side. Chat with us. Let us know. Althea, are you the first one in your family to do or not do something? Well, I mean, sometimes you can look more than, like, one generation. Sure. You know? And so, you know, thinking about 
what age I am and what age, you know, my grandparents were when they got married or what kind of opportunities that they had um, if they went to college or, you mm-hmm. know, just thinking about in the, that the, the scheme of life, I feel, is much, mm. is much longer than it used to mm. be. And so it's like, oh, who was I dating when I was like 22? And yikes, we we would be sorry to that person, but um, (laughs) that would have been the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, imagine that's like whoever you were with at like 16 to 22, that would be like your your it, your that's that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool that I'm dealing with a whole different sort of spread of problems than, Mm. than I would be if that were my situation, you know? A different spread of problems. Also, it makes me think of a, of a buffet. The road less traveled. The, the flavor less tasted. Okay, okay. Uh, somebody online has said a uh, resounding no on Robert Frost. <laughs> so thank you for that. Appreciate you, listener. <laughs> you know okay. when, you get, when you're traveling, you get real pensive, you know? Uh, they say it's a dumb poem and really bad hiking advice. <laughs> Um, if we have any Robert Frost defenders, speak now. I can think of another poem. What's it? Jack London. He, he traveled. Yeah. Did he write? He did not. Well, he did Into the, into the Wild. No. Or not into uh, the other one. <laughs> Call of the Wild? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that's. Um, I read that one. In, in like middle school? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. How do they have kids? It's, it, it would be interesting to be an author and you're like, I wrote the most significant book that a seventh grader is going to read this year. <laughs> Damn. I don't even know that that's good or bad. That, it's just true. It feels a little like a, like a shade. Well, a little shade. But I feel like they resonate. They, like they, because it's your young brain. Sure, I, rem- I remember a lot about To Kill a Mockingbird. Sure. And Lilies of the Field. Mm. Not everybody's read that one. The Giver. I didn't read that one. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then, anyway. Well, that explains the difference between you and me. <laughs> um, 503-231-8187. Are you breaking new ground? Are you putting together ground that was broken? Ooh. Let us know. 503-231-8187. Chat with us on the website, kboo.fm. Message us on Instagram, if you'd like to, at The Gap Radio. We want to know what you think. Um, and I think I'm going to check the back thing just to make sure that the voice machine isn't on. Oh, sure. Yes. Do one of those, and I will uh, remind folks that this is our fall membership drive. Fresh off the vine is is the theme. Uh, you know, it's it's harvest season. Is the weather doing kind of odd stuff? Sure. You know, we don't we don't know exactly what it is, but Kabu is always here for you. Every time of day, every day of the week, we got something new and fresh that we're bringing to you, um, and we want your support. 503-231-8187 if you want to call. But if you want to give, kboo.fm slash give is the best way to do it. Um, and we really appreciate your support. You make you make it all happen. And we can't do it without you. Um, fabulous, fabulous uh, programs like this. Can I be egotistical in that way? Will you give me permission? She's giving me the thumbs up as she's, uh, <laughs> she's strolling back in here. <laughs> uh, 503-231-8187. Are you breaking new ground? Let us know here on The Gap. I'm just Googling the Robert Frost poem because I'll, okay. I'll not let it slide. No, I kid, I kid. <laughs> She's got it in the holster, folks. You better call. <laughs> uh, Jack London. Um, there's, hold on, I gotta catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> She's running all around. You gotta call, please. 503 231 8187. All right, and we have Marilyn on the line. live now? Yes, hi, how are you? Uh, good. I'm Marilyn, and I have a resounding yes vote. For Robert Trust and stopping by the woods on a snowy evening. Mm. That's a great, great corn. Uh, yeah, so that's that's one. And then the other one is um, my my experience is not that I'm doing normal things that's normal to me, but that other people might think odd. I think they're odd, mm-hmm. but I I love them, and and that is I'm 78. And I moved four years ago uh, to uh, Eugene, and I love being here, and I now live in a household of four women, and I love it, Mm. and I'm learning how to, uh, you know, do communal living, Mm. and um, I'm getting stronger on my bike, and I just love my life. That's so wonderful. Beautiful. I love to hear about this communal living situation. Did yeah. You, did you know them before you moved in? College of communal living. Okay. So, 
the College of Communal Living. Mm. It takes takes on the learning. Yeah, definitely. It's and, and ongoing learning too. Yeah, it never it's, ends. But it's, it's totally worth it because you learn so much from the other people, and you get support from them. Yeah, it's really good, and it costs less. Yeah, there's that too. The the economic factor. Well, thank you so much for calling. We're so glad to hear yeah, from you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. You have a good one. Bye okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we have Kirk on the line next. Kirk, you on there? Hey, there. hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. Hey, I'm driving. I hope the sound is okay. But yeah, I wanted to relay kind of a generational change that I've, I've noticed. Um, when I was young, I didn't have really any relationship with my grandparents at all. And, you know, they were born in the 1890s and all that stuff and I was born in the 50s mm-hmm. and it just that seemed normal hardly anybody that I knew had relationships with any of their grandparents and uh, thank goodness my parents were very involved and my in-laws were very involved in uh, raising our children and uh, that was a wonderful role model so in my life I'm recently retired and it's like the best part of my day is to go to my grandchildren's house and hang out and take them to daycare and be a part of their life and all that. And I, I think that intergenerational stuff is crucial for, you know, for young people today because times are hard for young people. They need all that extra support. It's beautiful. We love that. Yeah. I, I'm so glad that you get to have that experience and that you didn't let what you see like get, get in the way of you experiencing that. That's so nice. Yeah, my uh, my in-laws really set a high bar for uh, <laughs> showing up showing up and bringing stuff and not judging, and they were super supportive of me when I had two young children, and, and uh, I just try to pay it forward every day. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Beautiful. Cool. Great. Have a great day. Happy Friday. Thank you. Take care. <clears throat> mm. This be- What are you tearing up over there? Althea's tearing up. <laughs> sorry, Althea's sorry, tearing sorry. Up. Put a lid on it. We're, we're on the air. <laughs> uh, if you want to call us, please, 503-231-8187. Where are you breaking new ground or putting new ground back together? Putting old ground back together? I don't know. First, in your family, in your and the people that you know, 503-231-8187. You can also message us on the website. I use, I never thought of, of the impact of how you carry things that you see and behaviors you see. I always think of things of like, you know, when you lack things, so you go f- to make, make up for them, you mm-hmm. know? But this idea that y- you see a behavior and you're like, I don't want to repeat that, you know? I want to do something else. And having to learn that and, you know, learn from people. And especially if your in-laws are out, you know, out outdoing you you got you got to make up somehow <laughs> but that's that's really hmm that's gonna, i'm gonna thinking about that one. yeah yeah I'm taking that over to the weekend she's chewing it uh i i have a message from uh danny on the website who was a, a no on robert frost but gave us an alternate poem from traveler your footprints by antonio machado it is quote traveler there is no road you make your own path as you walk Psh- kind of related kind of tying it together in a beautiful bow mm. yeah home home is uh oh don't i'm not even going to get started but home is inside home is you mm. um home is your intentions and yeah. intentions are not from the outside they're they're all with it. it's there's so much within ourselves mm-hmm. that if we just let ourselves heal like a little bit and just believe a little bit but all of that, all of that comes from inside. Believing, healing, yeah. wanting, doing. Mm. And it's amazing how things do open up because you just have a different relationship with things, you know? Yeah. Um, Anywho, we have another caller on the line. Natalie, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well. How are you guys this morning? Actually, you sound like you're doing very well this morning. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Oh, good. Glad <laughs> that comes across. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to share. I'm 55 years old um, and, you know, I was really close with I, the other con- person that commented called you know they were talking about how they didn't really very involved their you know grandparents and whatnot but i grew up with 45 cousins Mm. whoa so 
Yes, my my mom. There was ten people in her fam, or ten siblings, and so of course they. So we all lived kind of in the same area, and our we just were all just mixed up in each other's lives. And we we have family reunions every other year. This last year, um, we were able we didn't have them for a while through the COVID, but we had like over 120 people show up, and we show up, the cousins and I. Like nothing has changed. Like we all go back into those silly roles and prankster roles and whatnot. But that wasn't really why I was calling. I just heard his and I thought that's beautiful, you know, that he's being able to embrace his grandchildren. But well, what I'm telling you is that my sister and I, my neither one of our parents graduated high school, but my sister, my sister has a PhD hmm. and then I have, um, a bachelor or, you know, bachelor's master's and I'm working on actually my third master's degree right hmm. now and sped, um, you know, special ed advocacy and special ed law. And I just kind of wanted to point that out that, you know, we came from parents, and they were hard workers. They just, they didn't even graduate high school. And then they have these two gals that grow up and go to college, and you know, pretty successful. I'm on my own. You know, I got a divorce because I really felt like the husband was holding me back. Mm-hmm. And he was. <laughs> <laughs> friends and everything but he was really holding me back from all the things I wanted to do so it was so I we we are we got divorced on I turned 50 on one day the very next day our divorce was final and then I just entered the 50s with such a great amount of passion and get-go and I tell you I just love it you know I'm on my own I got my mom living with me I'm putting my kids through college Mm. and just all on my own just a single woman that created her own business so This is awesome. I love that you're sharing this stuff. Thank Mm. you for sharing. I love to hear to hear stories like that. I I think it's it's important to share. Um, Yeah. Well, thank you having for having the topic today. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Continue to be an inspiration. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Mm, It's good. Yeah. Three masters. Oh my goodness. It's a lot of. That's a lot of paper. (laughs) That's a lot of. That's a lot of learning. Sheesh. Buy a bigger wall. Yeah, put, put them all. All up, those, you know? all those, yeah, all those, uh, all the degrees. You know, degrees, degrees, degrees. Man, can you imagine like doing that? Like putting, like I don't know, three people through college and like raising them and like bathing that. Like it's like, well, not in that order. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's like that's a that's I don't know. It's like, and it's a thing that people have done. I mean, we're here. You know, like that yeah. humanity has done for so long, and it's. I don't know. It's like I cannot like that sounds so overwhelming, you know, mm-hmm. and also I wonder how much of it is also like because, you know, we have been doing it for so long. How much of it is just like instinct, inst- you know, instinctive. But yeah, um, yeah, that's like uh, that's amazing. Mm. You know, buying. And, mm. I mean, we're millennials. We don't we don't know what it's like to buy a house because of all of our cappuccinos and avocado toasts and all. But yeah. If I could imagine, I would imagine it's a <laughs> it's a feat, you know. Well, yeah, and I, I think that. it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the, the like the scheme of life. You the know? scheme, of, yeah, and that, it's, it's like, longer. It's you don't have problems. to you don't have to pick one thing mm. when you're. And I'll say it a lot because I feel like we collectively need reminding, and I sometimes need reminding. Mm. It's like you know, just because you pick something when you were twenty doesn't mean you have to do that forever. Whether that's like your partner or your profession or where you live, you know, start over anytime. And it's not even really starting over because you already know stuff. You and know? also, you're you're always going to have you. Like, mm. you're always going to have you. And the thing is, whether you like you, whether you hate you, you're always going to be there for yourself. You yeah. Know? So you better get to liking because it's okay. only going to make it a little easier. <laughs> well, we can also think about, oh, I got, I got messages. Opa. Oh, oh, okay. Opa. Hang on. Messages from the website. Uh, this one says, I was the first in my family to move west. I mm. left Ohio for Tucson in 1977 and made a few solo trips cross country, which was quite an experience for a 20 year old girl. While attending the university, I started an apprenticeship in jewelry. I graduated with a degree in animal science, but stuck with jewelry. I became a diamond setter. Okay. To, be, to my knowledge, I was the only woman in Portland to specialize in this part of the trade. Uh, and they also want to say hi to you because they used to see you downtown on occasion, and now they're retired. Hey, I, I, say hey back. Okay, hey, what's up? <laughs> downtown. Uh, thank you for thank you for the comment. You know, and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's. I'm, I'm making, I don't know what this, this she's, gesture she's is. pointing but, uh, at the... At a piece of paper. So this is facts. Read, read them guess, and weep. Facts. You know? No cap. 
Exactly. This is what this is what we're doing, and people are, and and I'm stoked that we're celebrating people for it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Are and there, thinking of new ways that you could, you know, do something new. And maybe you didn't even realize that you're the first. And this is the this is you know sometimes you know you're in an environment and you don't realize it sounds silly how special you are. Yeah. You know, until you go kind of step out of yourself or you know are presented with something else, and you're like. Damn, I'm kind of crushing it right now. I'm kind of I'm kind of doing it for myself, yeah. you know? You kind of you doing you and it shows and I love it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, are there any more Well, I, I don't know. If anybody wants to message on the website, there is still time. <laughs> we have a couple more minutes, too, if you want to call in, 503-231-8187. And, you know, maybe you're not the first one, but maybe you know someone. Maybe you have a friend or a neighbor or an uncle or a dog or something that... Mm groundbreaking glass shattering yeah i feel like breaking ground feels like a big deal and you know sometimes we don't even realize we're breaking we're breaking ground with every step because dirt is soft so and also physics Mm. maybe we shouldn't get into that with no cap no caps left (laughs) Uh, uh listen folks this is the gap. We got a couple minutes left. If you want to call, we can probably squeeze you in 503-231-8187. But while you don't call, I'm not going to read the Robert Frost poem because I was asked not to. The one where, uh, is it the one that with the woods being lovely, dark, and deep and him having a bunch of promises to keep and miles to go before he sleeps? Could be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will not read that one. Okay. Um, Why read when you can memorize? Um, but if you, <laughs> if you like shows like this, or you like other shows on this musical eclectic um, yeah uh, you got your you got everything from reggae to hardcore to the Russian hour to the Italian hour to the Persian hour we're broadcasting Psh- in a lot of different languages too amazing uh, but you can support us and we encourage you to if you haven't yet this year kboo.fm slash give you can text kboo to 44321 and we really appreciate your support means a lot and before we we have are- one last caller Gail can you hear us yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Sounds good. Let us know what you think. Okay, cool. Hey, so um, about the Robert Frost poems, <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have heard, there's one called Out Out, where this kid is chopping wood and he chops his arm off. Whoa. So, like, Robert Frost isn't like this, only this like fuzzy, fuzzy, you know, like um, poet that you think he is. Yeah. And then about calling 911 quickly, um, my son has schizophrenia, and at one point he was going through trauma um, or like, you know, um, perceived trauma. And he kept calling 911 over and over again. And the person was like, are you in danger right now? Like, and he was like, no, but, you know, and then he was mm. talking about perceived things that mm. had been going on all of his life. And eventually, um, the police officer that had recently been associated with um, with him called me directly and was like, if your son calls 911 one more time, we're going to have to come arrest him for misuse of the 911 number. Mm. So um, I just thought about that when you guys were talking about it earlier. So I just figured I'd share that with you too. Well, thank you for sharing. Appreciate that. Yeah, no we problem. appreciate it. Mm. Right on. Well, happy Friday. You guys have a good one. You too. Happy, happy Friday. Friday indeed. Mm. So it's all in the nuance because that's what people is and what's the human experience is. Mm. It's all we're not we're not a blanket statement. Right. We're not, you know, we're human. We're not AI. You know. Yeah. We don't. We, not yet. Not. <laughs> okay. Call me Neuralink. a Luddite. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't. Oh God. The Neuralink. Is trying to get me to get Twitter so that Elon Musk will get us a. That's Neuralink. not true. It's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I should not joke Propaganda. about that. Propaganda. <laughs> um, man. Misinformation. But as Althea was saying, um, continue to support this type of programming and other programming here in KBU by donating, and every dollar will be matched one-to-one up to $14,000. Man, that is amazing. Mm. We really appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much for sticking by us. Thank you, Sherry. Thank, thank you, Sherry. Robert Frost. See you thank next you. week. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
Community Radio, KBOO Portland. Brr, it's cold in here. I need a sweater, but one that expresses my values. I know, my limited KBOO Sound of Democracy crew neck. And you can find it at kboo.fm slash SOD shirt on the sidebar of the homepage. But there's so many colors. How will I pick? Gray? Red? I know. What about oregano? Welcome to Sprouts, Radio from the Grassroots, a weekly program that showcases radio production by independent community media. We bring local stories to a global audience produced at a different location every week. 